This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Of all time. Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, and I'm not talking about Blurring the Lines podcast episode 204 where your host is Peter Nicolaitis and your co-host is Adam Bell. Hello, Adam. Hello, Peter. I'm obviously referring to in The Invincibles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, The Incredibles. Incredibles, oh The wow. Invincibles. <laughs> Invinci I was thinking, I was, it was, I was coming out of my mouth. I was like, wait, no, Invincible isn't plurals. It's just, a, oh, that is totally a different animated superhero series. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, The Incredibles, not Invincible. Also, very good. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I very much like that. I was disappointed. It was such a short season um, when season two of in, uh, Invincible came out. But hey, that's not what we're here to talk about today. We actually have other topics. <laughs> We do. <laughs> well, how you doing, Peter? I'm doing well. Thank you. Happy New Year to you, sir. Thanks. You too. It's been a, uh, I mean, we missed the whole holiday season. I mean, you and I talked, but we didn't, we didn't talk yeah. to our listeners for, for the whole holiday season. You're welcome. We, we did not. I mean, you can always catch me over on, you know, friends with brews. I was, I was talking over there, mm -hmm. um, but not a lot. So that's fine. That's fine. You know, everybody deserves a holiday. Everyone everyone deserves a little time away <laughs> festivus you know we we aired our grievances and <laughs> <laughs> they have been aired yes <clears throat> so how was your holiday did you enjoy your time off yeah it was good so we got uh spend time with family you know the girls came home from school for a couple weeks um rest from law school less from arc rest from architecture school and then uh, we took a little trip out to the Grand Canyon between the holidays. And so that was fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, any any Christmas where there's no, you know, infighting or um, sickness or so it was good. How about yourself? Mm, it has paused. This is really good. I wanted to talk me up. So Adam's gone. Oh, now Adam's back. He's definitely I'm, having connectivity issues. I'm starting to think the problem is me. And he's frozen again. No, I'm back. I'm back. Hmm. We're, we're not we're in sync yet. This one. Can we clean this up in post? I wonder. I'm not sure. We can clean up the audio, but well, the videos. I will regale you, dear listener, in one of my fitness triumphs. And that is, and if you know, if Adam comes back, he can just chime in whenever he gets back here. <laughs> so, you hear me? So I can hear you now. All right. You may recall <laughs> that one of the challenges that I signed up for last year was to run um, 40 miles in races. And uh, as a result, I would get a uh, an ultra marathon jacket, you know, like, hey, you did the thing. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm motivated to to spend hours and spend lots and lots of money on, a, you know, cheapo jacket just to say I did the thing. 
Um, and after my recurring knee injury in October, it became very clear I was not going to be able to run the 40 miles of races. But I was able to run three races with a total of more than 26.2 miles. Yay. Which was easy because I had already run 26.2 miles back in April in my first race of the year. <clears throat> so I just got the email today saying, you did it. When the jackets are in stock in March, you'll get one. We'll let you know. So yay, way to start the, the year off right. I ended up running about, I think I got to look at my final numbers, but I think I ran 920 miles last year. Oh, wow. Like yeah. So you did I the fell thing. Short, fell sh- I did, but the thing I wanted to do was run over 1,200 miles. That was my goal. Yeah. And uh, I was on track to doing it and then uh, knee injury. So that didn't happen. Kind of disappointed, but oh, well. <laughs> Let's see. I wonder, see, I average about, I don't know, about between nine and 10 miles a day just walking. Mm-hmm. So you probably did. I more. mean, that's 300. 365 miles or so. <laughs> yeah. So you probably did more. You just didn't count them. So. Well, I, I count several of my outdoor walks, but only, you know, like ones when I'm like actually recording it on the, you know, with the Apple watch. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely many, I have many, many miles that I did not, you know, did not account for. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, yeah, I did get in a couple of runs while I was in new Orleans, but they had to be short and they have to be slow because, other than that, my knee acts up too much, but we'll see. I'm you were doctor next week. You weren't in the right parts of town then. Cause there oh, are parts of town fast. <laughs> you better run fast and you better not care if your <laughs> knee hurts. <laughs> I was avoiding those parts of town. <laughs> so I think, oh, I you think every good city has those parts of town. Don't you think <laughs> you weren't up for the challenge? <laughs> apparently not <laughs> oh man well that's good so yeah, yeah. uh yeah i might not anyway, see you, you right know, now hey, 900 miles <laughs> yeah exactly if i wasn't up for that challenge mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man what about you so you said you went out you did the grand canyon thing yeah so and... we we did a number of things out there so we went to walnut canyon which is pretty cool because it had um uh the the cliff dwellings so the the old the the native americans who uh you know made their living there in the cliffs and uh it's funny they were they were there a long time you know and then earthquakes came and they moved out and you know they found better ways to to survive uh but those were pretty cool uh we went to went to the navajo uh nation and saw the uh, Monument Valley, and that was pretty cool. And that, I mean, really, really beautiful pictures. And then we did see the Grand Canyon. Uh, but, you know, the interesting thing is I'd never, <clears throat> I'd never spent any time um, in the Navajo Nation. I'd never been to the Grand Canyon before. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know if you've ever been to Indian reservations or or anything along those lines. And there's kind of a, there's always a feel, you know, you know, that obviously there's not been a great history between native americans in, in the united states and in their treatment that's one way to put uh, it that's yeah so it's not been a but the navajo people were were actually very welcoming people uh, the ones that we encountered i'm sure that they're you know like all people you know it's like you can say well bostonians you know some of them are real jerks well some of them are really nice people too uh 
But the people that we encountered were really welcoming. And, you know, of course, we were on their lands as guests. We weren't there in any other capacity. And uh, they they kind of told the the Navajo creation story. And, you know, part of their belief system is that everybody derived from the Navajos, that we're all related. I mean, we're all related to them. So the earth is their brothers and sisters, you know, even Africans and, every, you know, so we were all tied together and we're all one people. And I think that kind of leads to their outlook on, you know, being inclusive of people and kind of welcoming them in. So that was kind of interesting. You know, I, <clears throat> and I didn't agree completely with their creation story, but who, I mean, what does it matter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> you don't think they're going to uh, adjust it for you no no no. they're not going to adjust it for me that's okay i don't expect you know okay. but uh but like i said it was it was a good experience and uh i mean we we visited some slot canyon uh or a slot canyon while we we're there and you know and our tour guides were were really good they were really um uh, informative and prepared and made sure that you were going to have a good time while you were there, you know, kind of like the, the, the grand Canyon in that area was kind of like the, the Disney of hiking, you know, everything was done really well. <laughs> you know? yep. Yep. So, uh, so I <clears throat> apologize. I have to clear my throat and mute for a while and me too. Blow so. my nose. Yep. Because uh, I came back uh, from uh, New Orleans with COVID, which is wonderful. It's this, you're still muted. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bad. I thought you were going to say an STD, but that's not an STD. That's no. It was definitely did not require S to T this D. <laughs> so uh, yeah, luckily again, as with my first encounter in 2021, after our meeting in the Bahamas. Uh, you know, it's uh, relatively mild symptoms. So, you know, I'm just hanging in there. So the good news is, you know, you can't blame me because you did not encounter me. This time. Correct. This time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wondering too, is I didn't remember what, like, so what happened this time is the symptoms started for me. I think it was like late Thursday night. I, Felt as I was going to bed, I had a bit of a scratchy throat, sore throat. And I had attributed that at first to the two drinks I had had in the evening. I figured, okay, I had two alcoholic beverages, not enough water, dry throat, right? And yeah. then it started like, mm, no, this is not that. This, you know, this feels bad. And of course, I did not, for whatever reason, I did not pack my neti pot with me this time. So yeah. all I had was a little bit of a nasal inhaler, so I couldn't do my usual cleanse. Um, a day later, I went to the you know drugstore and bought some cough drops and some you know cough medicine and throat lozenges and stuff. And it, it was clear it was not staying with me. So I did wear my mask whenever I went out in public after that, and definitely all the way on the plane was you know just just in case day after we got home i tested and sure enough it was positive and i was like mm -hmm. son of a <clears throat> so anyway so i had to cancel one yoga class and i'm hoping i've um that i can get a negative test because i've got a doctor's appointment on tuesday 
And I want to be able to say, look, I've got my negative test beforehand. So, you know, I cleared it because yeah. uh, I'm going to see my doctor and hopefully get some recommendations on a plan to start treating my shoulder and my knee. Mm -hmm. That's my, that's my goal for, for 2024 is I want to have my knee repaired if necessary shoulder repaired if necessary and get this root canal taken care of so i can stop you know so i can eat like like right now if i pound some of this cold water out of this jug i'm sure i'm gonna feel pain i'm tired of that <laughs> yeah it's been going on for years and that's enough mm -hmm. uh, well that's good so yeah i'm i'm still uh, working on my 2024 list of things that i want to do <laughs> Uh, uh so what what are those things do you have anything on it yet yeah i do they're kind of they're they're a bit nebulous right now what i do need to do is actually nail them down as far as um uh goals have so i i read uh recently arnold schwarzenegger's latest book um useful be useful mm-hmm and uh, it was actually really, and and that's one of his challenges there is he starts off of, of you, you know, what are your goals, you know, what, and, and make them big. And, and some of that is a, is a little bit of a challenge for me because my, not all of my goals are big anymore. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be a Mark Zuckerberg in the IT industry. You know, my, my goals are uh, smaller than that. So I need to, you know, make, make goals that are big for me, but, but what I want to accomplish. So that's kind of a, been a, been a challenge of, you know, but I, I have found that, uh, things that are measured do get improved. And if you write them down and you, you have an intentional goal, then you will, you'll pursue it. So yeah, so I've got some different. Uh, yes, I've got my own personal goals. I've got my sublime goals. I've got my roaming rune goals, and then I've got my spiritual goals. You know, things that that I want to do. You know, focused around church and and missions and things like that. Um, of course, my personal and spiritual kind of they're they're pretty well mingled. <laughs> so. So, um, yeah, so, so I have not set like this whole, you know, annual goals thing, but for the last two quarters, Q3 and Q4 of 2023, I set personal goals for myself. <clears throat> I have not yet done that, but I, I think I should do that because I did, you know, I was able to knock out most of them. I definitely have a couple of carryovers. Mm -hmm. um, I did not get around to replacing the water heater. Um, you know, it's like, it's not urgent. It's a nice to have kind of thing, you know, it'd be nice to just replace it with a high efficiency, uh, on demand one, but I just can't get around to it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, by putting it on that, I want to do regular strength training, so many yoga classes a week, so many running sessions per week, etc. which of course, you know, like, Oh, I'm going to do this many running sessions injury. No, you're not. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Great. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so the, the good news is what I'm trying to make, make lemons, you know, what they say, you know, the, the old saying, right. When life gives you lemons, you make lemons. No, keep them because free lemons, free lemons. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. I am trying to make lemonade out of this, uh, these lemons that I've been getting and, um, you know, uh, doing more yoga, which I had, you know, not as I have not been as regular because just other stuff between mm -hmm. work and running all the time and stuff. So still trying to stay, stay relatively active. I am sitting on my exercise bike today, my desk bike. Yeah, I've noticed I, that. You've seen me like wobbling back and forth a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, I, I'm not you're... moving. I'm not. Yep. It's not a dance move. It's just. <laughs> Could be. Could be a dance move. Um, you know, but I figure I'm not, I'm not breaking any speed records on a stationary bike, but um, at least, you know, a little bit of movement is better than nothing. So, mm -hmm. you know, we'll take it. So. Yeah. So I want to do, I want to do, sorry, before we leave that topic, you know, I want to do a couple things uh, and I want to make sure that I actually do them and set some steps for them. It's like, oh, I want to I lose weight this year. Well, what does that mm -hmm. mean? All right. How many workouts are you going to do? How many, how many days are you actually going to observe a diet? Uh, how many calories are you going to eat on this diet? <laughs> yeah. Start with the end in mind, right? Mm -hmm. And then figure out how to, how to get there. So, yeah, I mean, that's, we've, we've gone through this a lot in, you know, like business seminars and stuff, but it all makes sense. I'm, I'm thinking about that too, again, about, you know, like diet stuff and diet is, you know, diet can be tricky when you live with someone, as I'm sure, you know, right. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, there's a lot of pressure to eat stuff and, you know, like maybe you're like, oh, I'm not going to have dessert, but if your partner like, you know, bakes a pecan pie and leaves it sitting out on the counter, it's darn, it's awfully tempting. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, that's hard. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, I've, I've, was thinking about that I, I was thinking that i was going to maybe limit myself to alcohol twice a week you know for like for the next quarter you know i'll say like that's mm -hmm. the goal um gonna try to keep up my push-ups depending on you know like what the treatment plan looks like because at this point i'm convinced they're not the push-ups are not causing any damage they just hurt but it hurts if i don't do push-ups too so whatever yeah. So, you know, so I'll keep up with some of those goals and stuff, but we can revisit those. We can track the help. We can track them here on the podcast. Yes, <laughs> so. we can. Well, and, and I'm sure that you've noticed that my volume, my number of pushups have gone down. Mm -hmm. My quality of all of my pushups have gone up because I was going to ask you. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get 100% form on on every one not just thinking about okay I, I gotta knock out this 20 and just be done like every one of them was a a good push down a good push back um i mean i wasn't i do push-ups right but then there's right and then there's like man that was a good push-up right there <laughs> <laughs> right and really right yeah <laughs> Well, and that's what, you know, one of the things that Arnold was talking about, and I read this in his, 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 you know, training stuff. I mean, I've followed him all my life because he's been, you know, in the 70, you know, I was a baby when he was, um, Mr. Olympia. So all weightlifting that I ever learned was always coming from him in that era, you know, and one, mm -hmm. so one of the things that he always talked about, you know, if you read anything about him, he's talking about Muhammad Ali and different people that, that they don't even start counting their reps until it starts hurting. You know, that everything up to that point really didn't matter. <laughs> mm -hmm. yep. So I was like, well, if I'm doing, if I can do a hundred pushups, I mean, cause that's kind of what I was getting at was 
I wanted to get about 70 with that was no challenge to me. That's what I wanted. Well, the really only the ones that counter the ones after that, that actually are a challenge. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't want to do 70 just to get to the last 30. Let's get those 30 right now. <laughs> there you go. Get the best ones. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. All right. So I had a technical uh question I wanted to bring to you. And this is something usually if something is Apple centric, it's something I would discuss on the over on uh with, with the Scott podcast. But I figured mm-hmm. no, I want to talk about Adam with this one. So a federal judge in San Francisco has indicated that Apple might actually be negligent regarding the AirTags product which were used in a stalking case. Yeah. So the judge expressed a tentative view, right? Supporting the negligence claim under California law, acknowledging that emotional harm was caused by a stalking in which the stalker used air tags. Mm-hmm. The lawsuit heist, hi, uh, excuse me. <laughs> heist. <laughs> I'm going to need another cough drop. The lawsuit highlighted instances where victims were severely affected, including an actress who had to abandon her career and return home because she couldn't locate an air tag placed in her car. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so, but, but the, the thing is the judge questioned Apple's oversight in air tag and implied that maybe they were negligent and they should have essentially should have seen this coming. Right. So what I thought of, and excuse the rattling in the background, I need to grab myself another cough drop here. Mm-hmm. What for whatever reason I thought of this morning was um, the was it tag I think was an early um uh, was tag is, it, is that one thing the name of the aisle um, little tile thank you I was gonna say not tag that would be too close to air tag um, I had a tile for a while mm-hmm. a tile for a while and um, you know it's the same idea same idea as air tags just that air tag network was way bigger because Apple. Um, but the thought I had this morning was what's the difference between an air tag and say a small cell phone right now in the short term. <laughs> Sorry, mega sneeze there. <laughs> um, now, obviously a cell phone is going to be larger form factor. It's going to be harder to hide. The battery is going to last, you know, a lot less. Right. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a lot shorter. But you could affect a lot of the same stuff, right? And if I was to buy, say, you know, a, if it was a short-term stalking thing, like if I decide I'm gonna commit my crime tonight or you know, within the next couple of days, I could take a cell phone, duct tape it to the bottom of somebody's car, and follow them around and do the exact same thing. And they wouldn't, not, not only that, they're not going to get an alert saying, Hey, there's an air tag near you. Right. Or, Hey, someone else's iPhone is in your car with you. Hey, Sonos stop. (laughs) And of course, now that I've enabled the Sonos virtual assistant, it, it decides to chime in every now and then too. So I was curious to get your opinion on this. And of course, you know, both of us are uh, not practicing attorneys or anything close to them. <laughs> so take everything we say with a shaker of salt. Shaker of salt. Well, well, for one, if if Apple's lawyer can't beat this, then they are not leveraging 
the money that they have because there's so many arguments. I mean, if I can come up with an argument just as a person, you know, who arguments, argues facts and things like that on a regular basis, but not as a lawyer, then I find it really unbelievable that they can't find somebody that finds holes in this. Uh, it's ridiculous. I mean, we've been this, this stalking electronic stalking has been around since James Bond in the sixties. I mean, we've been, we've been doing this and these bad actors have been doing these things for all along, but what's the difference? You know, Apple created a product with an intention in mind. They did not sell it as the stalking tool. And, and I don't think it's the, their responsibility to prevent it from being a stalking tool. Does mm -hmm. Beretta, what do you think the intention of a pistol is? It's I mean, you know, I think, I, I, I think the, yeah, I, I think the, the case against like a gun manufacturer is a little, a little clearer there. Cause I think, you know, generally, you know, the, the, the principles of guns and I'm pretty sure gun manufacturers have been sued plenty of times over the years. Okay. Stuff. What about a, a butcher knife? I was thinking a hammer. A hammer, even yeah, a hammer. Exactly. A exactly. hammer has like, been. Why didn't you? Yeah. Hammers have been around for a long time. And why didn't you foresee, Mr. Stanley, that that hammer could be used to split this guy's head open? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't think that I don't. I kind of feel like Apple's gone beyond uh, even what's their own responsibility of making these things where you you can't you can't have one following you because the other competitors aren't doing that. If I put a tile in your backpack, you don't get a notification from your yeah. phone telling you there's a tile in your backpack. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so the other, no, it's, it's yeah, go ahead. the other competitors aren't being held to that standard. So why does Apple have oh, to be? Because they haven't been, they haven't been sued yet. <laughs> and they're, and they're, they're also not the company with the largest market cap in the world. So, yeah, that's that's why. Just like why, you know, like Apple getting sued by Massimo about the heart rate. Uh, uh, sorry, the uh, what's it? The blood uh, blood, blood oxygen. Oh, blood ox yeah. The blood, uh, blood oxygen meters there. So, yeah. Yeah. No, um, I, I, I think it's ridiculous, um, but I don't I mean, I, I would have never I would have never thought to sue them for that. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, if they are like people have different, you know, different, different, different approaches to things though, too. Yeah. If they were marketing it as you could, you could use this to stalk your boyfriend, make sure he, make sure he really is where he says he is with our air tag. <laughs> makes me wonder about, you know, like different types of spyware, uh, you know, which is like, I, I remember I was, I was hired once to install corporate spyware you know employee monitoring software right i've done that too and it was funny because i was installing it and the you know the uh the 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 guy the the engineer on the phone is like oh well this isn't spyware this is you know this is monitoring software i'm like dude seriously yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> i'm on your side spyware. here <laughs> yeah it's like i'm you know, like, look, I was just hired to to deploy this at this customer's premise, but you know, still, like, it's spyware. It may be legitimate, but you are spying on your employees. So, yeah. Um, 
and I know I've I've heard about stories, you know, about people using spyware before. I don't remember. I think I've heard about stories about uh, people getting sued for, um, you know, a company spyware companies for their stuff being used inappropriately. But I don't know. I could just I could be hallucinating like a bad AI right now. I don't know. <laughs> well, I have this client that one of their employees who's a software developer has a keylogger on his computer. And I said, you can't have a keylogger on your computer. Well, I, I put it on there. So, you know, if I'm typing code or whatever, then I can go back and see, you know, something that I typed or if I miss, I'm like, I call BS. I mean, you're doing something else with a keylogger on your computer. I don't know if you're making chopped up for a second there. What was his justification? So that when he writes code, that he has a record of, of what was typed in case there was a mistake or wherever, and he could go back and, and look at the keylog. I'm like, no, I think that you're probably doing something else. You want to make sure there's not somebody logging on your computer because that keylogger, if you, if you go on a computer and type in a password, it's going to record the password. I'm like, this is a terrible idea. This should not be on a corporate work computer. I was going to say, that's an interesting way to do version control, but I think there's a, I think there are better tools out there for that. Better tools. And I think that there's an ulterior motive and I don't know what it is, but it, it doesn't feel right. It's a little weird. It's a little yeah. weird. I mean, I used to run, uh, what was it called? Uh, Rescue time. I was, mm -hmm. I was a big fan of that for a while. And, um, you know, it was, it's basically a, a tracker um you know which tracked what applications you spent the most time in and mm -hmm. or you know what applications you spent in and i kind of liked it i mean i found out well, i was one of, i guess of many people who um spent most of the time uh in email you know yeah. it was like emails and web browsers and then at some job uh excel you know a lot of time in spreadsheets and stuff um it was interesting getting that perspective. And then I started thinking like, okay, you know, do I want to give this other company, you know, like let them know all the stuff that I'm doing. And, you know, and then of course, like a new version of, I don't remember what game, like maybe it was world of Warcraft or whatever would come out and like, Oh, look, my productivity went down, but like my Warcraft time went way through the roof this week. <laughs> so, I mean, of course, uh, Apple does screen time, you know, same idea where they send you the, you know, the amount of time you've spent in certain apps or at least, you know, standarding at your phone and stuff. So, um, it was just, it was just interesting. It's like self spyware, you know, monitoring your, your own usage. So, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. to me, that's, um, that's where I waste my time is in email in corresponding mm -hmm. with like, okay, I get, I look at this and then I find the action that needs to be done and then I'll go do it. And then I come back to my email and there's action and then I do it. And, and I could do that all day and never accomplish anything. But these, these little, I mean, I'm accomplishing things. It feels productive, but is it really effectively yeah. productive? And that's <laughs> the trick. So, you know, you're doing stuff, you're doing things. That's, that's yeah. true. Not screwing off. I'm not, I mean, I'm not sitting on Facebook watching cats. I mean, I, I can't even have Facebook up open on my screen. It's just full of time-wasting draw suck you in. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons I don't have Facebook anymore. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't spend oh, much time on it. But, 
Well, we're, I use Facebook to, um, I'm hiring right now. So I use Facebook to stock potential employees. I mean, mm -hmm. so what happens, I get in there and then I forget and it's open and I see the, what's in that tab? Oh, Facebook. Hey, that does just look gotta, interesting. Just got to <laughs> shut it down. Shut it down as soon as you're done. There's, yeah. there's plenty of, ta you know, of, of browser extensions that'll help you do that if you need help, you know, yeah. some Facebook discipline. So, yeah. So I had a couple of um, carryovers that we had been meaning to talk about for a while and had not. Yeah, all right. Sure. Um, and and I don't know if it was subconscious or if I just glanced at it earlier, but I mentioned Invincible. <laughs> so, so I forget. Have you watched Invincible? No. Okay. I don't even know what so it Invincible, is. Invincible. It is a, it's an animated cartoon. It's on Amazon Prime Video. Okay. Which, by the way, did you know that coming soon to Amazon Prime Video, advertisements. We're gonna have we're gonna start having commercials in our Amazon Prime Video soon. That, that we pay for. Well, you're not really paying for that. You're paying for the free shipping. That's what you're paying for. So it's fine for them to develop high quality programming based on the advertisements that you're sending because Amazon's not making enough money. Yeah. I, Cause I would pay for, you know, two or $3 more to not get commercials. That'd be fine. Bingo. So anyway, <laughs> um, invincible is on Amazon. It's an Amazon original series and it's a superhero, uh, uh, you know, comic book story type of thing. It was based on a comic book. Um, not, totally dissimilar from the boys but very different but another alternate universe so there's no superman here there's no captain america but there's okay. an equivalent right <laughs> there's an equivalent and so the equivalent uh, in this world is omni-man omni-man the equivalent of, of superman and and they don't like the the pastiches of you know like the justice league are very clear it is not it's not like yeah, if you squint right, you know, you look at it like, okay, that's Superman, that's Wonder Woman, that's Batman, that's the Flash, that's yeah. Aquaman, you know, etc. Um, so it is, it's definitely for adults only, right? It's just as graphic as the boys, but it's mm -hmm. a cartoon, it's animated, it's animated, so that makes it a little better, I guess. I don't know. Um, they don't do like the sex as much as like the, the boys does. Um, but the violence definitely more. Um, and there tends to be a little more superpowers and stuff. Cause you know, when it's animated, it's easier to, you know, it's cheaper than paying for special effects for stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's very interesting though. It's, um, you know, as whereas the boys, you find out pretty quickly, um, and I don't know if you want to watch it, if you, you know, if you're at all interested, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but you've, you've seen the first couple of seasons of the boys, right? I did. Right. So you find out pretty quickly, like really quickly that the so-called heroes are not really heroes. They're just people with superpowers who are funded by a corporation. Mm -hmm. And you find out pretty quickly that one of the heroes in invincible is not what he appears to be. All right. I'll, I'll just <laughs> leave it at that. But the main character invincible is the son of Omni man, who is this world's Superman. Uh-huh. 
Okay. So it's essentially like Superboy, you know, getting his powers and, you know, coming of age kind of thing. So it's pretty good. Um, I like it. I've seen the the first two seasons. The second season was just way too short, though. I think it was only like five episodes or something. Um, mm -hmm. and it just went it went by way too fast. I don't know if maybe they're just taking a short break and they'll be back in a few weeks with the rest of it or something. But I, I really enjoy it. Um, it's got a you know good story. The voice acting is really good. The storyline is good. So if you're into comic book movies at all or you know comic book series, I recommend it. Cool. Uh, so speaking of, so there's a, there's a series that I wanted to watch and it was on discovery. It's called uh fish or die. And, you know, obviously I'm into fishing, but I obviously. wanted, yeah. And fly uh, to another country every year just to fish. Yeah. So I wanted to, I wanted to watch this show. They're traveling to different countries to fish and, uh, so I could get a week. It's only on Discovery Plus, of course. Another channel that I don't stream, of course. And it well, costs extra. You know what? If, if if they merge with Time Warner, yeah. Well, if they did, I, I you know, I miss cable because at cable I could just buy. I bought a package. I got everything. If I wanted additional package, I would just buy the additional package to get everything. You know. Where with this, but is it really is it really any different? Don't you just buy a different streaming service? Isn't that the same as buying a different package? Yeah, but it's. I guess maybe it's easier because you can just cancel it at any time. Where with cable, mm -hmm. you are locked into a contract forever. But the you know it's a sneaky service because I got the Discovery Plus and I watched my show and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be done with it in time. So I'm not going to be done with it in a week. So I'm going to have to keep, I'm going to have to keep the membership for at least a month. Well, they didn't tell me that my week passed. They didn't tell me welcome to discovery plus. Why would they? Yeah. Cause now I have a subscription and it's in, it's a channel of prime and you know what? I don't know how to cancel it. So I'm having to Google how to cancel, you know, and it says manage your prime video channels and go to here. I'm like, Okay, it's gonna be hard to cancel these things. <laughs> just these these uh, invisible fees that just keep running and running that you don't know about. <laughs> so last year, I started a spreadsheet to track all of my subscriptions. Mm -hmm. And so I everything that I have that's a monthly or an annual thing, you know, whether it's home insurance or Netflix or Wired.com. Or, or whatever I just put in as a subscription and I have a quarterly reminder every, every 90 days to just go and review them. Mm -hmm. So you do that. Might be worth it. You know? Yeah. It's, do you have you, it's, it's, you it's, yeah. do you pay for YouTube prime or the YouTube pay I, for premium? Yes. Not YouTube TV, but YouTube premium. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I bought that recently and I didn't, I didn't mean to, I thought I was buying TV, but then I was like, oh, I just, I've got the wrong one, but I had a 30 day. Yeah. Too cheap. I, but I had the 30 day trial on as I, I let it run. The thing that I liked is I do yoga with a guy named Travis 
Elliot. He has a channel on there. He does yin mm-hmm. yoga. You know, yep. he's a he's a dude, and dudes do yoga different than chicks do yoga. And so I like I, I like really? yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I like uh, I like what he does, and um, <clears throat> so I can mark his channel, but then I can also uh, down I can. I can select videos and make them downloaded so that then I can even watch them offline if I don't have internet. And and I do like that feature of the, mm-hmm. the YouTube paid for version because I, you know, I only have like, well, he's got lots of videos, but I have like four that I cycle through <laughs> that, that it's a, it's a workout I like. And <clears throat> I can do, I know what, at this point, I've got them memorized. I know what's in order. But what I like is he's talking and I don't have to try to keep up with the time personally. Like, mm-hmm. cause I know I'm in a pose. I'm like, I need to be here 90 seconds to two minutes. And I don't need to keep looking at my watch because I've, I keep interrupting my relax of the pose you know? yep. <laughs> where if he's doing it, then I just relax until he's done talking. And then I go to the next yep. move. <laughs> yep. I mean, you don't have to tell me I'm a, I'm a dude who does yoga and I teach yin yoga. So there you go. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. <clears throat> You're my cold. I heard you said, I'm a dude who does yoga. But what I heard was I'm a dude who does yoga. <laughs> like doo does what's, what's a doo doo <laughs> I'm a doo does yoga. Yes. <laughs> You got me thinking, though, about like the cost of cable versus, you know, the other stuff. And I was wondering, like, I don't know, like, what are the 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 prices on all of them? Like, they're around, what, anywhere from 10, you know, like 10 to 15 bucks a month. I guess there's like, you can get more like, oh, we'll bundle all this and that. But yeah, like, who are who are all the big streaming services? I guess I left off Hulu. I should throw that in there too. Yeah, Hulu. And then what? Hulu, Disney, ESPN. ESPN. So so I pay for Netflix, and Netflix I think is finally up to twenty one dollars. Um, and then I have Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN uh, as part of that, and and I think. Max is separate, I think. So, but those yep. all bundled together, but they're still like a thirteen or fourteen dollar all together with with those three. Discovery Plus, that's a seven ninety nine. That's eight dollars. Prime Video, you know, it's a hundred hundred fifty dollars a year or fourteen dollars a month if you do it monthly. I do the annual. Um, yep. Apple TV Plus, crap! I don't know what I pay for that. Ten bucks. Ten bucks a month. Okay. Or and just buy a new buy a new Apple device every quarter and then you get it for free. You get it for free. And then YouTube premium. Uh That's so you 14, 14 uh paying for that. And then I have YouTube TV, which I'm gonna cancel now that football season is over. It's What's that, 75, 80? It's 80. Um, but I just got notification it's now 90 something. Yep. Uh, for for that, and I'll turn that off because last year I used Hulu for my football, and mm-hmm. I actually liked. Uh, my brother in law talked to me talked about YouTube TV and said I should use it for football, but I'm going to go back to Hulu for football. The thing that irritated me about Hulu is I've got my farm, and <clears throat> I've got my house, 
and I'm paying for both accounts. And the geography mm-hmm. thing kept hitting me, kept saying, yep. you are and And if I was trying, it wasn't a problem if I watched it on my iPad. It was a problem when I watched it on my my Fire TV. I've got a Fire TV here and I've got a Fire TV there. And yep. I'm like, OK, do some sort of MFA. If if you're yep. if you want to do this, do me hit me with an MFA. Make sure it's really me at these locations. I'm fine with that. But uh, YouTube didn't care as far as yep. the pre the TV. They and and it worked out better too because my uh, Hulu makes me do an individual account and then I can have users. Where with YouTube, my four family members, I can send them. They each have their own Gmail account. They sign in to TV, YouTube TV with their Gmail account. They're a family member and they're allowed to watch it wherever. Where with Hulu, my kids had to have when on my on their iPad, I had to sign in with my account and then they chose their profile. So YouTube's got a better system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the thing that I found that's not, with that's not great. Well, the thing that irritated me about YouTube TV was if you were in an area that the app was going to play it. So like if you if ESPN was doing it for free, YouTube TV wouldn't show it on their channel. You had to go to ESPN like I want to go to I want to go to one app for this, even even though it's free. But well, if this if it wasn't free, we would stream it. But since it's free. You have to just watch it through their app for free. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, that's, you know, that's the uh, a similar thing. Like when you have cable, you can't get your local channels because you have to watch it through the local, you know, broadcast thing instead. Cause like we can't show it to you cause it's free over the airwaves instead. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. yeah. The rules on that. But... We don't, we don't make money on that. So we don't understand that. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's all like everything can be cheaper. I think most of the things have an ad supported option now, but and we've talked about this before, but like I have Disney plus Hulu and the basic ESPN, which doesn't seem to ever have anything on it. It's always just like the commentary stuff. When I look at it, mm-hmm. um, I get all that through my Verizon cell phone. So, you know, they, they include that as a, a bundle um max my girlfriend has netflix my girlfriend has i've got prime video i have a three-month trial of apple tv plus and i might keep that Mm -hmm. like they're they they're the quality of the shows are really good you know i gotta say this the stuff that i'm watching on apple tv plus is pretty good you don't hear as much about them you know they're definitely not the top tier but when i sit down and watch one of the shows i'm like yeah this is pretty good so I i might keep that and then um, YouTube premium I pay for because I am sick of the ads, you know, like I, yeah. you go on and like, all right, if you're a man over 40, you need to worry about I'm like, go straight to, you know, where, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, out of my ad space. Yeah, exactly. Get out of my ad space. Um, but, uh, and YouTube TV, I just don't see a, you know, I don't see a, a point for it. So but anyway, I think that's that's a pretty good place to pin on it. We we actually got back to some things. We we uh, unpinned some things, and um, we've got a couple of uh, carryovers left over for next time or the time after that. Fantastic. So, listener, now that you've heard all of episode number two hundred and four, 
if there's anything that you would like to chat with us about, you can... Uh, oh, man, Adam is really having some bandwidth problems today. <laughs> it's weird, because I can see your your hand is waving, laughing. Uh, now we're back. Yeah, we're back. Uh -huh. So we do we do want your feedback. If you'd like to discuss a particular topic, then you can drop us a line at www.blurringthelinespodcast.com or you can find Peter at yogawithpeter.com, friendswithbrews.com, mastodon at nicolaitis at infosec.exchange. And you at, can find... At, at. Yeah, at, at, at. And you can find me at sublimecomp.com or rrlavenderfarm.com or on the X at sublimecomp.com. And you can often hear Peter and Scott Wilsey on uh, Friends with Brew, which we mentioned in the web web page. So it's become like a regular thing. It's an almost regular thing. <laughs> and with that, I think it's time that you push that big red button. To contact either us or our guests, visit BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us. <laughs>